little momentum off the power play in front, scores! Anthony Duclair! Yaros in front, scores! What a beauty, Yaros finds Gibbons, and it's 2-0. Trying to sift it down, low scores! That's a slick goal for Rudolph Bolsers. Set up by Ryan. In flight, Gibbons trying to get there, centering it across, back to Yarby. What a brilliant passing play! Tic-tac-goal! It's like going to McDonald's and getting your coffee in the morning. It's, you know, it's the same. Or, or Tim Hortons, you know, it's, you know what you're going to get every morning. Yes, it is like getting your coffee at McDonald's. That, that's my kind of analogy. I leave it to Terry Pagula, the billionaire, to get a 99-cent coffee, any size coffee at McDonald's. That... But hey, I mean, hockey and coffee, if there's anything that describes me, and those are the two things. I guess so. Yes. Uh, hello, everybody. This is the Charging Buffalo Podcast, Season 3, Episode 32. Uh, we're exhausted. The Sabres still suck, and there's no end in sight. But anyways, we're back. Uh, we have some some announcements to make, I guess. Yeah. Would you like to? Yeah. Uh, I would like to welcome all of our new listeners on Spotify. I thought it was harder to get on there than it actually is because I, I, I don't Yeah, it took you like two minutes. It took me two minutes. Yeah. yeah uh, I just made an account, but indeed we are on a third platform now, mm-hmm. which is quite exciting. So we're expanding Spotify. It's been requested for almost all season now. Maybe longer than that. Maybe even in... Oh, it goes back to last year. Yeah, yeah. So we're on Spotify. Um, Hopefully, Spotify being mostly a music platform, we don't get copyright stricken with our intros. But I don't... um, I don't know. Let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope not. Yeah. But uh, no, we're on thin ice on SoundCloud already. I know. We got one strike, so... That's because we use Post Malone. I really think Post Malone's... You can't use, like, big guys, you know? You can't use, like... Dr. Dre, you can't use you can't use Eminem. I would never touch Eminem for intro music. We used U2 and Bono didn't strike <laughs> us down. Bono did o- not for opening night. Yeah, Bono did not snap his fingers and we did not disappear <laughs> in a dust, but Yeah. All uh, right. We're on Spotify. Alright, so Buffalo coming off of two disappointing games against two of the worst teams in the league in New Jersey and Ottawa. I had to work hmm. during the Devils game, so do you wanna describe yeah, this what is, transpired in this one. This is perfect, because you missed the Devils game. I missed... Well, I chose not to watch the Senators game. I don't uh, blame you. The, I don't blame you. The Devils game... Yeah, we got like 40-something shots. I think uh, Corey Schneider made 45 saves, was it? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was largely a very boring game. Okay, yeah, we got shots. Typical Sabres-Devils game Indeed. the past 10 years. Indeed. The power play sucked. Everything sucked pretty much. Did um, you see the video mm-hmm. that of the United States development team that I quote tweeted no. this morning? No. Oh my god. You need to watch this. Okay. Hold on. We'll we'll watch it together. Yes, once yes. More. Um, this is yeah, what a yeah. power play should look like. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find it. I imagine it has good passing and whatnot. My biggest takeaway from this Devils game, well well we well we have the video one turn, second. Here. I'll turn this Trevor's egress on the ice for it. All right. If, if you guys want to bring this up with us, too, here is... Oh, look at that movement. Jack Hughes, Trevor Zegers, Michael oh. Gildon, Cam York, and mm. Cole Caulfield. Those See, are the five skaters on the ice for a development team. Look at the passing. Just the That's quick, a system. Yes, that is mm-hmm. a system. That's a well-executed system. That is system. how you run a power play. 
I encourage all of you to go watch this. Steve Corniano's tweeted out. Brilliant. If, if you guys want to pause the show, too, and uh, bring this up and follow along with us as well, see, that's what it should And Jack Hughes, like. I, I, I said this this morning, Jack Wait. Hughes is underrated. Jack Hughes is going to be a superstar NHL player, and barely anybody's talking about him. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he's been, oh, he's going to be the number one pick going back to like two years ago, and everyone just kind of like, yeah, whatever. It kind of pushes him aside. But I think. Just look at this. this is two full minutes of sustained pressure in the offensive zone. They're not giving the puck away to Youngstown at all. And the passing is just remarkable. And the good thing is that there is, like, probably a 40% chance one of these players will be a Sabres prospect. So The guys on our team, too, are just kind of collapsing. And And granted, it's a USHL team, Youngstown. I don't watch the USHL that often, but I don't know how good these players are. Do any of these players have NHL potential? Who knows? But still, that is how you run a power play. I've never seen anything like this. I haven't seen anything like you, this man, in a very long time. You know what the biggest difference is between those two teams in this video? The U.S. team can skate. Yes. They are darn. They are NHL skaters. skaters. That's incredible. Look at those. Sh- oh, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. We should. The Sabres should hire the development team's coach to run the power play. There's a lot of coaching changes this team can make. Duck the whole entire staff. That's what they should do. Not just the head man. Not just the head man in charge. I'm talking goaltending coach, uh, power play video, maybe video coaches. um, Pretty much everybody. The whole staff has got to go. Everybody except for the equipment managers can go. Oh, but continue on the devil's Yes, yes, yes. My biggest takeaway is that Blake Coleman has 22 goals this season. I didn't know he was. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole time I'm thinking, man, we're getting just embarrassed by an AHL team and I didn't even think I didn't even bring myself to think well maybe the Sabres are an AHL team too and again I'm just in that bubble. an AHL team with a couple stars right yeah yeah yeah. uh here's the deal too the Sabres only goal was from center ice and you and I was in the bathroom so they were about close to getting shut out by two of the worst teams in the league we were essentially shut out okay I mean it's not a real. It's not a real goal. It's a fluke goal. First of all, you're not. It's it's not a traditional hockey goal. Um, so I I think that we were technically shut out anyway. I mean, no ifs ands or buts. Even if you supposedly play better, um, that can't be possible if you lose three nothing. But uh, as soon as we pull the goalie, devil score on a bank shot. Uh, who who scored it? Was it Damon Severson? I think I don't know. Someone scored off the wall. Who cares but, at uh, this point? Yeah, who cares, honestly. <laughs> um, Allmark was all right, I guess. Uh, the second goal he was screened on. First goal he, he played it poorly, left his five hole wide open. I've never played goaltender, of course. I've played it like floor hockey. Uh, but I'm a big fan of goalies. I love to evaluate them and... I'm pretty, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a dummy. I'm pretty keen with where guys, you know, body parts should be and how they should. It's it's just basic physics, pretty much, how to cover holes and whatnot. And he's just he's very fundamentally raw still. I think uh, that's how he was when he first came over too. Yeah, I th- I mean, just 
Obviously, covering, it's gotten a lot better, but... Covering the five hole like that, though, on a wraparound, you got to have your stick on the ice. you got to have your pads down. You can't be pretty much in stride to the post when the forward's coming around the net. Um, but, I don't know. Did you see the goal? I Oh, my God. See, I still I still didn't even notice <laughs> the Ryan This is the Hart first goal. time I have seen the Reinhardt goal. That is amazing. Samson Reinhardt, by the 20 way. 20 goals. 20 goals. Name, I mean, say what you want that's about right, Sam Reinhardt, but 20 goals. It's not 21? No. 20. Okay, that's the one they took away then. Good. That's right. Sam Reinhardt, you'll be overjoyed to hear this, was our very best player on this night. Nylander had a great game, too. I Everyone was saying Eichel was... I didn't think he had a great game. Obviously, he's not the reason we lost. I'm not, but uh, nothing. I'm not no, nothing against Eichel. He was there, uh, but Reinhardt was the best player. Almost had two goals, but Rodriguez was in a tight predicament. I. It was a, mm, a debatable goal interference call. He did fall into the goaltender, but I mean there wasn't much room for movement. Um, I don't. I forget who was on him and pushed him in, uh, but. Two goals taken away from the Sabres, um, the Reinhardt one, and then the high stick mm-hmm. at the end. So, What are you going to do? Yep. I mean, how do you lose? The Amherst beat Corey Schneider twice this year. Yeah. Good for Corey Schneider, though. I'm happy for him. Yeah, good for him, mm-hmm. but how do you lose I don't know. to the Devils? Like, are you serious? What's wrong with this team? And then you get shut out by Go Ottawa on. the next game, and now they got Detroit tonight. Are they gonna beat Detroit? Detroit's been on fire lately. I mean, how? What happened? We're probably gonna get. Uh, I know they were never good to begin with, but even before the winning streak, they were all right at least. Exactly. They had their strong nights. They had their weak nights, but still, they were okay at the very least. Ever since the winning streak, they mm-hmm. have been. Horrible, absolutely horrible. I don't get it. What happened? They late of late, they have just not cared. It's so evident that they're bored. Oh yeah, they have checked out. They want the I season to end. No doubt in my mind, this team is checked out. Mm-hmm. Zero doubts. Mm-hmm. There is just like if you look now, we can switch over to the Ottawa game now. Yeah, yeah. Carter Hutton was hung out to dry yep, poor guy. on multiple occasions. He's been great lately, too. But Yeah, he's been much better lately. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the PRV goal. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Guy's wide open in front of that. I don't know. Another goal, Casey Nelson's not covering his man in front. Mm-hmm. And then there was another time Rodriguez got smashed by uh, <sighs> Orovietsky. And Nelson, again, no, no response. No response from anybody on the ice. Yep. This team needs to be torn to shreds. Mm-hmm. That changes have to be made. Mm-hmm. Have to be made. How do you lose four nothing to Ottawa, the worst team in the league? Like, whatever. I don't care if they that they lost, but because I want personally, I want a better draft pick. I want Phil Housley to get fired. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. But do these guys have any pride? Like, come on. There was not not much pride on display. In that game, I that did catch. Hor- I fell asleep in, during the game. I, I did. Um, I watched the first period, but then we fell down two nothing, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to Rocket League. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like sitting through this. Um, you couldn't. You you can't pay me to to watch this team at this point. I'm I'm only watching. I'm, I'm going to watch tonight because of Olafson. I want to see him more on that later. I want to see him. Um, 
I watched for Borgen as well. Borgen had a nice game. Yeah, yeah. It's just he it's it's not as, as advertised. Yeah, it, it's not the most exciting watching for a defenseman, obviously. And Borgen's not exactly a, an exciting defenseman no. either. That's not his no. style. But he, first, I first shift, he he had a hit that that was kind of expected. He's a guy that likes to play a physical game. And then he made a great pass to Zemis Gergensens, who broke in and then missed the net by, like, six feet. So what are you going to do? The, you got guys who have no finish on this team whatsoever. The only hockey I watch religiously <coughs> is the NHL, so I have not obviously seen a lot of Borgens play. But just hearing about him, seeing his points and whatnot, hearing about how he plays, it seems he's very much a defensive defenseman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is good, you know. But it's not like he's a plug. Like he can't no, skate no, no. or mm-hmm. has no skill. He mm-hmm. can skate. He can move. He just plays more of a defensive style game. And mm-hmm. that's going to be needed here. Which is fine. Is there a spot for him on the team next year? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not because they still have basically the whole entire defense core under contract for next year. Mm-hmm. So you got to make moves to make room for these guys. I think they would be a much better team if they had these kids up in the line up next year than guys like Gergensen, Saboka, Pominville, Larson. Like those are five guys right there, four or five guys that have no scoring ability whatsoever anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, the advanced stats are okay for Pominville, I guess, but like he's 37, 38 years old now. It's, yeah. it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on from these guys. Right. Whatever. I don't care if they're okay. Larson's fine. Gergensen's is fine. But you don't need both of them anymore. You mm-hmm. don't. There's no point in keeping both of them. Mm-hmm. Sabotka has to go. I, I'm sorry. There's no place for him on this roster next year. If they truly want to be a good team next year, you have to gut this roster. It's not working. There's no excuse to come back with the bottom six. The only bottom six guy they'll probably back that should be back next year is Tage Thompson, and who knows if he'll even be back next or, year. Or and Rodriguez maybe too. Yeah, Rodriguez has been primarily in the top six for mm. most of the season, perhaps right. But ideally, yeah. Rodriguez is on your fourth line. Exactly. Yeah. But he's so. been on the second line for a good portion of the season too. Second and third line center. I mean, um, I just thought this now, but I I, I wish I had. Remembered that I wanted to ask this before the show went on there, so we could put a question on Instagram or something. But what would what what do you have to see to reinstill your hope and get you excited for next season? In in the next six, however many games have we to, have left, ooh. what do you want to see? Uh, I don't think there's anything that could be shown in the last six games of the season that will give anybody hope. Like they could win the last six games and like mm-hmm. whatever. If Olafson scores like three goals. And Nylander... Olofsson would have to score, like, seven goals in these last six games for me to have, like, okay, let's go. I want Olofsson... that's not going to happen, but... I want Olofsson to get some goals, and I want Nylander to go on a point streak. And that would give me some hope. Would not completely repair my damaged state of mind, but... uh, How many points does Darlene have? 41? No. He's got 40 assists, doesn't he? Hold on. I think he has to be over... well, he's definitely over 40, I think. I yeah. Because he was at 38 at one point. But Hold on. Yeah. See. But, yeah, I wish we could have asked that. If I had, I thought of it last night, but I would like to get the... Darlene has 41 points. Okay. I'd like to get the listener's opinion on that. If you want to reply to... Can you to... get to 45 points? You should, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
45 points would be a phenomenal rookie season for Rasmus Dahlin. That'd well, be great. Oh, man. At the pace we're scoring at of late, we're True. probably only going to score six goals mm-hmm. the rest of the season. And I know people are like, oh, Nylander's not doing anything. He's not scoring. Well, nobody's scoring. So, I mean, what are you going to do? There's so much, like, I don't know. I don't know anymore. What is wrong with this team? I can't even put my finger on it. Like, what happened? Like I said a few minutes ago, they were okay to begin to begin the year. What happened? Is it coaching? Is it talent? It's probably both, but that this just does not make sense. It does not make sense at all. Oh. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And, you know, they're bringing guys up. Yeah. But why didn't this happen three months ago? Well, Housley said in the, the pregame the other day that they have guys who are under the weather and injured. So, I don't maybe that could be why. But still. Who does Olsen go in for, though? There must be another mm-hmm. injury or someone being sick. Yeah. But I feel like, because I know they're out of recalls. I think we mentioned this last week. They're, they're, they were out of recalls, and they still managed to bring Borgen and Olofsson up. So mm-hmm. maybe they're just emergency recalls, and then they're going to have to go back down. Oh, and I want to touch on this. I know there's a lot of Amherst fans out there, like Amherst-only fans, that get mad when Buffalo makes a call-up or a roster move. Oh. Or somebody gets traded. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Do you know what your purpose is here? Google American Hockey League. American Hockey And read me what it says. Okay. Google it. Yes. All right. While Luke's looking for that, call-ups. I know, yeah, you're losing your best players, but it's not like you're in a playoff race here. The Amerks are going to make the playoffs. They're going to make it. It's not like <laughs> because Olofsson... Neeland, like you all hate Neelander anyways, so it's okay. Uh, Borgen, Pilot, all these guys are coming up here. It's not like you're not gonna make the playoffs or you're like you're gonna be screwed or anything. They're, you're gonna get them back, all right. Just so you know, I, it might be hard to wrap your mind around that. But know your role here. Okay, read what it says. What the American <clears throat> hockey <league> is. <clears throat> hear ye, hear ye. <clears throat> and I quote. The American Hockey League, AHL, is a professional... Oh, breaking news. What? Tage Thompson has been assigned to the American Hockey League. Oh, well, Victor Olsen is going in for Tage Thompson. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. You heard it here first. Yep. Okay. The American Hockey League is a professional ice hockey league based in the United States and Canada that serves as the... Get this. Okay. Primary developmental league... For the National Hockey League. Wow. Hmm. Who would have thought? Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well. That's news to me. I wonder if Cincinnati Cyclones fans get oh mad my God. They when the Amherst call their players. <laughs> because, because, oh, my God, screw these Amherst guys ruining our team. Like, get out of here. Just get out of here. I can, and you know who we're talking about, but, yeah. This is ridiculous. Buffalo is the be-all, end-all. I'm sorry. This is much bigger than, like... And it's good for these young players to get a look. How do you think Victor Olofsson feels about getting an opportunity to come play in the NHL? He's probably over the moon excited. This is good for these guys' development. (laughs) And I get that they're going into a bad situation, but 
to play six games in the NHL, that's not going to ruin their development or no. anything. And if anything, you'll get them back all next year, too, if that does happen. And you so. know what? They're going to come back down for the playoffs with NHL experience against the big boys under their belt, and they're going to dominate the oh. AHL players come that's playoff all. time. So, I mean, it's good for the Amherst and their fans. Mm-hmm. They're, they're getting them back. The Sabres season ends before the Amherst season. You're going to make the playoffs. It's okay. Stop overreacting about losing your play. They're Buffalo's players. They're not your players. No. They're Sabres property. It's not like the Sabres are going out signing like Dalton Smith to an NHL deal and just plucking him off your roster. That's your player. Dalton mm-hmm. Smith is your player. Victor Olsen is Buffalo's player. All right. The AHL is pretty much like a puppet league. It's not really a real hockey league. It's just like, okay, well, we need these guys to play, so let's set up this thing where these guys just go and hang out and play some hockey because we have no other place for them. I mean, I know that's pretty much what it is, but still, like, if you think about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and again, why did they – now back to Thompson. Why did they wait <laughs> just, until now to do this? We're tearing down again, the little guy. Like, this should be – this should have happened months ago when there was still hope. I'm still very angry that they did not make Middlestat and Darlene eligible for the playoffs. I mean, Darlene's probably going to go play for Sweden at the Worlds. Correct. That's good. I think Middlestat. I, I think I would rather see Darlene play at the Worlds than in the AHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Middlestat, he's pro- I think he was supposed to go to the Worlds last year, but he might have had like an injury and he didn't end up going. Maybe he goes this year. Maybe he wants some time off. Maybe the Sabres want him to stay home and add some uh, bulk. To his body. Should. You know? Again, I think I've mentioned this before. He needs to see a nutritionist get rid of that baby fat. <laughs> again, these moves should have been made months ago. Why are they happening now? Whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. It, it happened. Season's almost over. Mm-hmm. It's almost over. We're almost at the finish line. Middle stat needs to start hitting the uh, chicken and pasta, as they say. I mean, Rasmus R- <laughs> Ristolainen did this. Uh, his rookie season, he was fat. He was a fat boy. And Chad Cassidy, the former Amherst head coach, uh, he made him see a nutritionist, and now Rasmus Ristolainen, although not a good hockey player anymore, uh, he is jacked. So maybe a jacked Casey Middlestat will <laughs> uh, perform better on this the score is, sheet. This is how done we are with this team. <laughs> We're talking about their physiques. They need to get jacked. <laughs> like. Um, we should call us a suburban hockey podcast. <laughs> but, hey, uh, we didn't write this on the board, but the Sabres added another Casey, Casey Fitzgerald. Yes! Is I completely forgot joining the Amherst on an amateur tryout. Mm-hmm. Um, can he play in the playoffs then? Is he eligible? I don't think he is. Okay, but he's he being, he's being paid though, right? Day. Is he getting a paycheck? Uh, I'm sure he is. Because he's, yeah. he's getting the uh, rookie minimum or rookie maximum, that is. They signed him to a $925,000 contract. And his contract will kick in next year. It's mm-hmm. just an amateur tryout for this year, so okay. he can actually play some AHL games. Well, I hope, yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. But you know what I thought they were going to do? Instead of calling up Orion to fill, like, a hole on mm-hmm. the defense, I thought they were just going to burn the year off of Fitzgerald so mm-hmm. they didn't waste the call-up. But, yeah. oh, well, that's what it is. If Nels, if we have Casey Nelson, Casey Middlestat, and Casey Fitzgerald playing Key Bank Center, we gotta call it Casa de Casey, and <laughs> and we're, we got the Rasmai as well. That's right, the Rasmai. Hopeful, yeah, You're, yeah. 
Okay. And don't forget about Case McCarthy's in the draft this mm. year. Buffalo native as well. Hmm. Going to play for Boston University, I believe. Hmm. Nice. Uh, speaking of Boston University, they're losing a lot of guys. Lots of guys. They lost Kachuk for this season. Yeah. He didn't play. Obviously, joined Ottawa. They're losing Jake Ottinger. Mm-hmm. They're losing Dante Fabro. They lost Bobo Carpenter, mm-hmm. who signed with the Islanders. And I feel I'm. Oh, they they lost Joel Farabee as well. So let's. I don't know who's who their recruiting class. What their recruiting class is looking like for next season, but. BU might have a down year. What about, uh, is Jack Drury there? Mm, I forget. Hmm. I forget where Jack Drury went. I'll look. I thought he was at, because I remember last summer or so, North Dakota. I was looking look. at... Uh, Carolina drafted Jack Drury with second, their second-round pick. Jack Drury. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're, they're BU. They'll recover, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I hope... Harvard. Harvard, okay. Uh, red and white, whatever. 24 points. I'm 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 I hope that ESPNU or something shows some of these tournament games, because um, UMass is a new program that has suddenly become. Cal McCarr. Oh, ooh, Cal McCarr. Because okay. I remember okay, when yeah. that I makes think, sense now. I wait, didn't know he was there. This is the third, the second year anniversary of this podcast. I just realized. Oh damn! Okay, okay. Wow. You know, oh see, god. That th- see, this brings it back because I remember one of our first episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We yeah. were talking okay. about Cal McCarr. Yeah. yeah. And why is he going to UMass? Mm-hmm. A high-end prospect like this going to UMass? That program is turned around. They're one of the best mm-hmm. uh, programs in the NCAA. Yeah. Over the past couple of years. So. Yeah. Um. No, I I was I was telling you the other day like I was shocked because UMass's football program was so bad. That they got demoted to the the subdivision below the FCS mm-hmm. or below the FBS, uh, so they're in the FCS now. But uh, yeah, UMass is it's always Boston College, it's always Boston University. But uh, UMass, I think they play in uh, Amherst, Massachusetts. Yes, maybe yeah. Um, no, they're 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 doing well, I guess. Um, I think like. I saw 2007 might have been the last time there in the tournament. Does Maybe. that sound right? I'm not sure. Because I was on I was on the NCAA website. I, I saw the year 2007, but I didn't. I don't remember what it said exactly. But yeah, I hope I can catch some of those games. Um, By the way, our first episode was on official episode was on April 24th, 2017. So four days ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm was the first episode of the Charging Buffalo podcast. Different name then, but... Was it March 24th? No, April. April? Oh, wait. No. Maybe it was March. Was it March? It was March, It yes. was March? Okay. So, that wow, so the first episode was four days ago. Two yeah. years and four days ago. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow, throwing it way back. Of course, those episodes were deleted by a third party. Yes. Yeah. We're still bummed out about that, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, World Ch- World Hockey Championship related, mm-hmm. Jason Bottrell is going to be a part of the management team for Team Canada. Yep. So I wonder if he brings in any Sabres for his team. He's also – Ron Francis and uh, Ron Hextall will be the other co-managers, but I assume that Bottrell is going to be the – head guy considering he's still a general manager in this league right correct, correct. so you got to think that Reinhardt definitely 
gets a spot. Mm-hmm. Skinner, probably not, because he doesn't have a contract. I mean, he'll get a spot if he wants it, but he doesn't have a contract if he gets his brains blown out in, by a hit, mm-hmm. and then you don't have a contract. Right. So... Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not too feel I'm not feeling too good for Canada's chances if they consist of mostly Sabres players. True. Yeah. Yeah. But Reinhardt's probably a safe bet. Canada's gonna be good. They're gonna have Yeah. McDavid, McDavid yeah. Nugent Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Who else? We 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 tried looking at possibilities yeah. the other day, but I couldn't really think of anything. In goal, what were we thinking? Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper. Yeah. Maybe Hutton. Probably not. Probably not, though. It's usually, like, the backup guys that go, though. That's why I was thinking that. But uh, You never know. Maybe Hutton does go. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kemper, though, deserves it, definitely. Um, maybe uh, Devin Dubnik, if things turn out. I can see that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota's not going to make the playoffs. Also, Bob McKenzie on insider trading. We forgot to write this on the board, too. He mentioned that there are some hot spots as far as coaching changes go and said that Buffalo, he first mentioned Buffalo as a team that could make a coaching change. He mentioned that Bottrell gave Housley a ringing endorsement, a vote of confidence about like three or four weeks ago. And also, Buffalo has only won like two games since then. So have things changed? Possibly. But he mentioned we'll have to see what, happens uh, at season's end. Speaking of Bob McKenzie and also speaking of Boston University, just got a tweet. BU has been informed Shane Bowers is not returning to the Yikes. school. So. Everybody's leaving BU. Mm-hmm. Wow. Bowers obviously a part of the big Matt Shane trade, now a Colorado Avalanche prospect. Uh, probably plays in the AHL next year, but who knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was that? Yes. Uh, so, Housley... If TSN's talking about Housley potentially getting fired, I think he's done. I think it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also mentioned the Panthers could make a coaching change as well. Bob Bugner, they're looking to make big changes in Florida. That one surprises me, mm-hmm. you know, because they were close last year. I mean, their dip this year is kind of inexplainable. Luongo. Luongo, true. And... um. Trocheck, I think, was out. Yeah, Trocheck was out a while. for quite a bit as well. And um, also, he mentioned Minnesota. Minnesota, if they make miss the playoffs, Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux was not hired by Paul Fenton. Maybe he wants to get his own guy. Mm-hmm. But if the, if Phil Housley's fired, does anybody hire him? No. But May, it doesn't no. even take you half a second to think. No one's hiring Phil Housley to be their head coach if he gets no, fired. No, no, no. Maybe somebody brings him back as an assistant to help with their defense, but no way. No way. Right. I think he'll definitely land on his feet as an assistant of uh, of some oh, sort. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want to talk about Pagula's now? Pagula's yes. Now? Yes. Uh, the NFL owners meetings uh, slash GM meetings, big rule change gathering pretty much, that's what it is, took place this week, early this week, about Tuesday or so. And, of course, Terry and Kim Pagula, the Sabres and Bills owners, spoke. Though it was an NFL gathering, the majority of the questions were indeed about the hockey team. And you heard at the top of the show, <laughs> Terry Pagula bumped... Talking about McDonald's and Tim Hortons. Yes. And, and what context was that in, again? 
I don't even know. It was, he was talking, the question was, pretty much does the success, or does the lack of continuity between coaches over one season to another with the Sabres and Bills influence bringing back Phil Housley and trying to establish some kind of continuity, quite frankly, to use that word again. And he he said, talking about the Patriots, that you know what you're going to get because they're a successful team. They have Belichick. They've had Kraft, obviously. And he said, you, it, 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 it's it's like getting your coffee in the morning. You go to you go to McDonald's or or Tim Hortons because he has to relate to the Buffalo folk somehow. Being Even though that, he doesn't live here, he lives in Florida. <laughs> He sees the Tim Hortons ads on the Sabres boards, and he's like, well, those Western New Yorkers must like their, their Tim Hortons, whoever that is. <laughs> who who gets coffee at McDonald's? That's what I want to know. Does anybody seriously right? get their coffee who, How can you I've stop? Never, I've, okay, I've never seen anybody get their coffee at McDonald's. Not one. I haven't seen anybody, like, walking around holding a McDonald's mm. cup of coffee. I, not no. once. Why would you, like... Unless you're getting breakfast. I don't get it. I don't get it. But, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. What? See, now when people are telling me that, oh, nobody's saying this, Amherst Extra on Twitter, this last week of maneuvers has me questioning Bottrell. Thompson should have been with Rochester for months, but taking top players to appease Sabres fans in a dead-end season... And then assigning Thompson in their absence is insanity. All he's doing is sabotaging Amherst's chemistry. Hmm. There are people like this. Don't be telling me that I'm making something out of nothing, all right? Come on. Okay. And carry Go, on. Yes, carry on. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Well, yeah, so pretty much Terry Pagula said that there is no plans for a coaching change. That was my main takeaway. From this conference. But what's he going to say? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or is, do you feel, co- now, you know what, let's play the soundbite right here. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Are we happy with how the season is going? Absolutely not. You can ask anybody on the team. Uh, so, you know, something has to change. Uh, we don't know what, but we're all going to put our heads together and talk about it. But you feel you can justify bringing Phil Housley back despite the results since the 10-game win streak? I, yeah, yeah. Why? You know, he's, he's a young coach, and uh, he's uh, he, uh, he was a great player, and I think he can uh, he can grow as a coach. All right, he was a good player. Uh, what does that Terry. have to do with coaching? Nothing, nothing. Jason Bottrell won three gold medals mm-hmm. for the World Junior Team. Is that correct? Three. Yep. Does that make him? A good GM? No. Wayne has nothing to do with it. Wayne Gretzky is the greatest player of all time. Was he a good head coach? No. No, he was not. He's a very bad coach. So, and he also mentioned that he, he's a young coach. Phil Housley's like 55, 57 years old. I mean, I think he's not I, a young coach. I know. What he, I think he meant he's new to this. Okay, yeah, yeah, but that makes sense. But name one coach that has developed Yeah. Uh, that overnight. Coaches like, don't you know change. What? Yes, because coaches have is. a philosophy, and philosophies just can't. Coaches don't change, change. right? Coaches don't develop. Mm-mm. It doesn't work like that. 
Magula. Okay, that that just doesn't happen. All right. I think but of uh, if you listen back, and after Adam Benini asks, do you feel comfortable bringing him back? There's a long pause, mm-hmm. and he has to think. Mm-hmm. What else is he gonna say? He's not gonna say no. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, he couldn't think of a good response because he's like, oh, he was a good player. I mean, if I was in Terry Pagula's shoes, I would have probably said the same thing. Because, mm-hmm. and another thing with Housley is, he's supposed to, he was pegged as a development coach, a players coach. Mm-hmm. Who has developed this season? Has anybody? Have any of the young players given you reason for hope? No. That they have continued to progress? No. It seems like Darlene even has kind of, like, he hasn't, he hasn't, he's been fantastic, mm-hmm. but he hasn't, like, taken it to a completely different level no. this year. At least, I, you know, he's only 18, but mm-hmm. still. He has, like, recently, he's kind of. I want to say stall. Plateaued. But yeah, plateaued. That's a perfect. Mm. Middlestat, has he gotten better this year? I mean, he's played well at, at many times this season, but the points haven't come yet. Tage Thompson has stalled. He has not gotten better. Uh, Linus Allmark has stalled. He hasn't been getting better. Uh, who else? Lawrence Pilot, look how he handled him. And then he went back to Rochester and was not the same. How can, how is having this guy as your coach, who was supposed to be a development coach, who was not helping develop your players? That, are you kidding? I, I don't know. I don't get it. How was he not fired months ago? How is he even still here? Like, if maybe they get shellacked tonight, and then maybe we, we get a press conference at noon tomorrow. Who knows? Probably not, though, because apparently Pagula says Bottrell still really likes him. I think when Kim Pagula was talking, that wasn't really a ringing endorsement either. Mm-mm. I don't think Terry even gave him a ringing endorsement. It sounds like they're like, yeah, Jason likes him. He's our guy. We're going to evaluate everything at the end of the season. So, And when they say something's got to change, what's going to change? It's the coach. It's the easiest thing you can do. And it's not the only thing that has to change. Like if you look back to... 2016-17 when they fired Bilesma that was basically all that was done and then they brought in a couple minor leaguers to go fill out your bottom six that's not all you gotta do that's another thing too we all thought oh Bilesma was the only problem on this team and since we fired him we're gonna make the playoffs mm-hmm. that didn't happen at all they became the worst team in the league hmm. and they still are the worst team in the league because since the Winning streak, they have the least amount of points in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. Nothing that either of them said was, like like you said, truly promising for Housley's future. And I guess that's one positive that, that we can take out of that. Oh, man. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, I mean, if even if, I don't know how long you guys have been listening the, we've been getting more listeners over the pet this season, at least last year. It was so this was it every week. It was like beating a dead horse, mm-hmm. week by week by week by week. And now, thankfully, like this is only like the suffering here has only lasted since like D- 
December, January, where it's just like, oh my god, when's this gonna end? But, you know, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, what? when does the season end? Two weeks from now? I, mean, we can I talk don't know about a coaching days. change. The lottery is on the 8th or 9th? I forget. Oh. I don't know any of these dates, I'm sorry. I'm gonna look. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look. Well, I am... I'm extremely checked out. I I'm hurt. I'm I'm dead inside. What will it take for you to believe that they're going to make the playoffs next year? What will it take to have hope for next season? Well, in addition to what I said earlier, yeah, I want some good free agent signings that aren't the big fishes. Because whenever we go after free agents, it's only the big fishes and it's only minor league guys. I want to fill in our bottom six. I want to get rid of Larson and Gergensen's. You heard my rant in last week's episode. I want to fire Phil Housley. And to conclude the season, of course, I want to see some production from the youngsters, the Rochester guys. I want Olsen. I want to see him play well. I want to see uh, Nylander continue to play well. Um, I mean, it's an overwhelming number of circumstances that that I think will ultimately um, need to happen for us to get to the playoffs but next year. <clears throat> I Tuesday, April 9th is the date of the draft lottery. April 9th. It's coming up. It's coming up. A couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But what needs to happen for me, personally, to think that this team can make the playoffs next year? Mm-hmm. Well, they need Gergensen's, Larson, Pominville, Sabotka, all have to go. Mm-hmm. That's four of your six bottom six guys. And I know Pominville is reveled as a folk hero here, whatever. He's not the same anymore. No. Not not even close. He has to go. Sabotka has to go. <coughs> Excuse me. Gergensen's, Larson, although are decent players, they don't score. You need scoring on your third and fourth lines. Right. And that is something that this team has not had in a very long time. It's been like a decade. When was the last time they've had a player that can even pitch in 10 goals on their third and fourth lines? It doesn't happen here anymore. They need more scoring in their bottom six. Even if Victor Olofsson can come up here and score 15 goals and be on your third line, that's an upgrade. You need goal scoring. They need goal scorers. And remember... Two years ago, when everyone's saying, oh, we need to draft defensemen. Mm-hmm. We need to draft defense, defense, defense. And now we don't have anybody that can score goals. Mm-hmm. Draft the best player, regardless. If they think that, well, okay, what's their biggest organizational need right now? Winger. Scoring winger, right? Sure, yeah. Sure. All right. Trevor Zegris or oh, Alex yes. Turcott are the best players available at 6 or 7, wherever they're picking but they have Bowen Byram ranked third, they're going to take Bowen Byram because he's the best player available. Mm-hmm. All right? And you never know what's going to happen because if they don't take Bowen Byram, then they got a big gaping hole on their defense in two or three years from now, you're going to be like, oh, man, I wish we had Bowen Byram. Mm-hmm. So they draft the best player, and then you fill those other holes later because you're not drafting for tomorrow. You're drafting for three years, three, four years down the road. All right, right. so end rant, but yeah. What else needs to change? 
uh, half the defense core has to change. Ristolainen has to go. Mm-hmm. I've changed my pit, my tune on this. He has to go. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's even checked out. Uh, the goaltenders have to be better. Yeah, they have to be better. Jack Eichel had a really good season this year. He needs to pick it up a notch. Yes. Uh, they need contributions out of their young players because that didn't happen this year, mm-hmm. minus Dalian. Mm-hmm. And a lottery win would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Getting a guy like Jack Hughes or Capo Caco would really, I mean, what if they didn't win the lottery and didn't get Dalian? What would, what, oh my God. What would this defense look like? Mm-hmm. It'd be rough. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a lot. Yeah. It's going to take a lot. I don't think they're going to be good next year. I'm sorry if you don't want to hear that, but mm-hmm. I just honestly do not think that they're going to be good. That is just too much for one off season. Yeah, that's not attainable. It's possible, but is it going to happen? Uh, I don't know. Because realistically, they could just say, hey, we're letting you two go, Gergensons and Larson. They don't have to sign Pominville. They have to do something to get Scandal. I mean, uh, Scandella too, but Saboka off the books. Mm-hmm. Do they waive him and then maybe he just goes to the KHL because is Saboka going to go to Rochester? Absolutely not. No way. So play a game of poker, send him to Rochester, see what happens. Maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't report and then he can buy out his contract or mutually terminate like Berglund. Some, uh, Scandella's got to go. Got to go. See ya, pal. Adios. Uh... I would not cry if Casey Nelson was gone. I was either. just thinking the yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen enough of Casey Nelson. He can go play in Rochester. Mm-hmm. I would much rather see a guy like Will Borgen. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't think Casey Nelson is on any other NHL roster. Oh, yeah. A lot of people say, oh, we can't waive him because someone's going to pick him up. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? If that happens, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, he can help Rochester. Mm-hmm. He will help Rochester. He's a good AHL defenseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need contributions out of these young players, too. That can't be unnoticed. So right. it's going to take a lot, but, you know, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, anything else we want to touch on before we get into questions? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm defeated. Savers Red Wings tonight, if you didn't know. Oh, uh, God. Another game day. This how, look, before we get into questions, how low can they go? Well, this this can seriously be the most boring game of the season in in just the whole league, and I I only want to watch this Olsen. He's gonna be on the fourth line probably. Probably, I'm probably gonna end up turning the game off again halfway through. I I I'm just I'm not looking forward to it anymore. I'm sick of it. I'm I'm so just oh my god, I'm drained. This entire Pagula era has been a complete failure. Oh, oh yeah. It it's oh god. Oh, I'm sorry. I promised rants today, but I'm just not fired up at well, all. You know what? One piece of good news came out of this week. The Sabers are starting their 50th anniversary at the draft. Festivities at the draft. At the draft. So maybe we can see Jack Hughes walk the stage in royal blue. Hopefully, we could only hope. We have to win this lottery. We have the fifth best odds now, I think, right? It is... Well, they're tied with the Rangers. Please, God, Detroit beat us. Please. We need you to catch they us. They face Detroit twice the rest of the season. I don't anticipate them winning any more games. So, if you look, 
Anaheim and Vancouver are tied for 25th and 24th. They have a three-point lead on Buffalo. I don't anticipate them getting three points at all. They're tied with the Rangers for the fifth-best odds with 71 points. Uh, Buffalo has 26 regulation overtime wins. The Rangers have 23. Both have played 76 games. I think the Rangers will pass Buffalo yeah. by season's end. Uh, let's see, 17. The Devils are only four points back. They've played 77 games. That's possible. I wouldn't be shocked if they don't pass them. But the two games left against Detroit. So that's four points that the De- the the <clears throat> the Red Wings, sorry, could gain on Buffalo. So that would mean that they could be only one point back of Buffalo, and they would only just have to get one more point to pass them, or two points to break the tie. So. Is it possible that they can get all the way down to the third best odds? Maybe, but you never know. Mm-hmm. It's possible. They just have to lose out. And I imagine if they had this kind of record down the stretch during the tank. Oh, my God. We'd be sitting pretty. They haven't won a regulation game in, like, two months. Mm-hmm. They haven't won back-to-back games since December. They haven't won back-to-back games in regulation since October. This team is a complete and utter tire fire. And how funny that the two tire fires in the NHL were squaring off the Canadian Tire Fire Center Mm -hmm. the other day. Yep. This sucks. This sucks. If we had lost five of those games on the winning streak... They'd be in last place. We'd be in second last place. Yeah. Just think of that. Mm -hmm. We could legit be in contention for Jack Hughes. Well, yeah, they are. You know what? Let's do a, a tankathon simulation before we get into questions. I we're still so far away from being a winner. It, it's it, we're not we're not close at all. Yeah, we could seriously reach ten years of this drought. It, it's it's not going to be fixed anytime soon. There's no hope. I I say that like with complete certainty too. I have no hope for the future, or at least the... I unfortunately don't have any hope either. Yeah. It sucks. All right, I'll sim it three times. All right. Hmm. The 15th pick belongs to the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> 14, the Flyers. 13, Coyotes. 12, Wild. 11, Florida. 10, Edmonton. 9, Chicago. 8, Vancouver. Seven, Anaheim. And now this is where the changes begin. Six, the New York Rangers. Sliding down to one spot. Five, the Detroit Red Wings. Sliding down two spots. Three, the Colorado... Four, Colorado Avalanche. Sliding down three spots. Number three, the Buffalo Sabres. Number two, the New Jersey Devils. And number one, the Los Angeles Kings. Now... If the Buffalo Sabres get the third pick, what do they do with it? That I was just going to ask you, who do we pick? Who do they pick? I think you should trade down Ooh. two or three spots because this draft, from three to about ten, even. Even, anybody could go third. I can see it. And that's not a knock against the draft class. It's like these guys are all really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. If I'm picking three... I am picking Alex Turcotte. He'd be my guy. 
Uh, you can't go wrong with Bowen Byram if you want a defenseman. But Trevor Zegers, too, can't go wrong with him. But, yeah, there is no shortage of high-end talent at the disposal for the Buffalo Sabres this year. Uh, the only guy that I really am kind of weary of taking in the top ten is Kirby Doc. I just – I know I – I was really high on him more towards the beginning of the season, but watching him lately, just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's guys with more more speed, pizzazz. More speed and skill. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of a safe pick. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a good chance to be just a second-line center, a really good second-line center, but let's go swing for the fences here. Mm-hmm. Alex Turcotte, he's mm-hmm. my guy. All right, question time. Yep, as we as we pull those up, I I hope to start getting into more NHL draft stuff. Personally, did I say NFL or NHL? I think you said NHL. Yeah, NHL. Uh, I I'm just I'm more. I think it's easier to follow the NFL draft because you know the, you can actually watch the games. Yeah, uh, the guys are so much more available. But uh, I don't know. Hopefully, as the time gets closer, I'll be able to. All right. Uh, without even looking at these, mm-hmm. because I can guarantee you about 75% of these questions are they should fire Housley. Yes, they should fire Housley, uh-huh. uh, and they're not going to make the playoffs next year. Right. Okay, there it is. That answers about 75% of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that one. There's also going to be what do we have to do to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We answered that already. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Is it all the who, same? Who will we draft? Uh, any desire to go after Jake Gardner in free agency? Yeah, if I'd like it. It's seven million dollars. No, if it's like five, sure. But I'm not in the mood to overpay a guy like that. Yeah. Uh, does Buffalo have a chance to get the first or second pick? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are the chances? I think. Uh, let me let me try and find what the official odds are here. Uh, one second. This one says, if we win Jack Hughes, trade Casey and Risto for an elite Dalene D partner. Mm. Uh, Who are we talking about here? (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Okay. So Buffalo, as of right now, would have an 8.5% chance to draft first, 8.7% to get second, 8.9% to get third. 8.4 8.4 to get 5th, 34.5 to get 6th, 26.7 to get 7 and 4.3 to draft 8th at this moment in time. All right, next question. Uh, we already answered that. Why don't Amrix fans understand call-ups? That's a good question, and I don't think there's any answer to that. I just... Do you have any guess for that? I don't know. Can you repeat the question? Why don't Amherst fans understand call-ups? I think because they're happy that they finally have a good team. You aren't going to care when your team is bad like they have No, been. they were mad when they even had a bad team. Well, then, I, I, it, I don't know. It beats me then. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, AMF88, says, How do we get, quote, two more Eichels, which is my saying. Well, you you got to draft. One, you might get one this year. Mm-hmm. You got to draft. You might get one next year, too. So. You got to draft. You got to draft smart. Look at what the Predators have done. Look what the Jets have done. Those are my two model fa- uh, 
those are my two model organizations nowadays. Well, the Sabres have a good smart. chance of becoming the Jets. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is hit on some picks, but mm-hmm. the Jets, for even going back to the Thrashers, it was 10 years of – how many years of no playoffs? Was for the Thrashers? Just, yeah, Thrashers and the Jets combined. Oh, it was like eight, 17 eight. years where they were they were just like, eh, whatever. We're, it was we're eight middling. years between 07 and the 15 season. And then eight years, I believe, between when the Thrashers came into the league and their first playoff appearance. It was what? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the Jets have done a great job of drafting. Buffalo has not. But to become the Jets, you got to draft well. And the Jets are an example of they were a middling franchise for mm-hmm. dec- like almost 20 years. They were middling franchise, and they started drafting well, and that's why they're good. Vendetta Wow underscore Outlaw ask Olafson third line with Mitz and Nylander. I'd like it. It's just that might be too much of the same style of player on one line. I don't know if you want to spread that out. Let's see it. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, would you rather have Gordon Bombay or Phil Housley? <laughs> Gordon Bombay could rally his troops. <laughs> uh, next one. What year do you think Uko Pekalukunen will be developed enough for a full-time NHL job? We're probably looking like two or three years away for, from at least being a backup. Yeah, 2022, 23. Starter, I don't know. We'll see. We still got to see him in the AHL before we can do we can see that. Uh, and also, Uko Pekalukunen and the Sudbury Wolves swept the Mississauga Steelheads Last night, I'm going to bring up his stats through those four games, but by all accounts, he played extremely well. I wish I could have watched those games instead of Buffalo's, but what are Mr. Well, Lukanen's stats here? Here's another question while you look that up. Nick Kozilek, 28, asks, if you could bring back any Sabres jersey as an alternate next year, which one? I'm going with the black goat head. I it mean, has to come back. Just for the sake of being different, I'm going to go with the red butter knives. Okay. Who would not want an Adidas goat head jersey? I would love it. That isn't a knockoff. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I would kill for that. Yeah. Uh, Uko Pekalukunen, 4-0-0, goals against average, 946 save percentage through four games. That's really good. Yeah. Back to that jersey question. I think even just wearing that jersey will give us the illusion that this team is good. And it'll make us feel good. I'm convinced. Uh, I've said it before. They're not going to be good until they're wearing royal blue. We This uniform set we have, this identity, cursed. this I'm, brand is cursed. cursed. Yes. They're snake bitten. They're not meant to wear navy blue. No. It's just not. Ugh. How many good years do they have wearing the slug jerseys? One? Maybe two? Two. It was two because it was 06 or 07 and the then division. division championship, yeah. Navy blue's a curse. Mm-hmm. It's a curse. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other good ones here? I'm looking. This is fun. Hang on. Hmm, okay. From Thicky262. Can you stop talking about how bad the Sabres are? Everyone already knows. Thank you for the question. Thank you for listening, Thicky. Obviously, you've been listening. 
Well, we can, but we can just become like North Korean propaganda and tell talk yes. about how good they are. <laughs> if you want state-sponsored propaganda, watch the Instigators. Listen to the post-game show. Okay, <laughs> that's what that's for. We are here. We are fans first. We are disgruntled. We're just calling it how it is. I don't think there's anything wrong with what we're saying because really some of this stuff is we're telling it like it is. I mean, Thank you for listening though, because. Uh, Clearly, you do listen to the show, so thank you. Uh, we'll do like two, one or two more. If uh, we can find any good ones. Uh, how about this? From Dom Retberg. Not Sabres related, but if you got to make the Bills' new stadium, what do you want for it? Not a dome. Putting it downtown will require just... Where are they going to put it? Exactly. That's, that's the thing. Where are they going to put it we downtown? We will need... The Pagulas will need to purchase... Tons of land and level it. Tons of land. Tons of land. Downtown Buffalo is so cramped and cluttered. There's mm-hmm. there's no room. There's no parking. Like where are they no. gonna, where are people gonna park too? I don't know where you could possibly put it unless it's not exactly downtown, but it's off of a highway or something heading downtown. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I can't think of the dream is, you know, a lakefront stadium, but it, it's it's hard to do. I think something I heard this on the radio too. Like something like Lucas Oil Stadium in in Indianapolis could be great because it's only like a fifty thousand seat stadium. Um, but yeah, there's 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 plenty of routes we can go with it. But and that's that's the end. That's it. Yep. All right. Uh, well, hey, it's MLB opening day. That'll be fun. I don't watch. Baseball. You don't watch baseball. No. I know the Yankees play at one against the lowly Baltimore Orioles. What's wrong with the Baltimore Orioles? Are they tanking? Well, they lost Manny Machado. Oh. They were dreadful last year. They're, I don't. They're not. I don't know if they're so much as tanking as they are bad, but they're pretty terrible. All right, that's gonna be it for this episode. Mm-hmm. Next week, what are we hoping for next week? I'm hoping about? we can talk about how great Olafson has played. And we can talk about how bad the Amherst have been since those pesky Sabres keep stealing all of our players. Maybe we're talking about better lottery odds as well. Maybe we move down in the standings. True. Uh, I bought my tickets for the final game of the season. Oh, oh, you're going to get the bobblehead. Yeah, I'm going to get the the bobblehead that doesn't look like Jack Eichel. What day of the week is that on? A Thursday, I believe. Wait, is it a Thursday? I think it is. Maybe I'll try it. It is a Thursday. Let's get, we're going to podcast on the day of the last... Wait, that's next week, isn't it? It's a week from today. Yeah. Wow. One week left. One week left, and then hopefully the week after we can talk about a new coach, a coaching search, hopefully. But again, that remains to be seen. Uh, that's it for this episode. We'll be back next week. Follow The Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at the Charging Buff. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Joe TCB NHL, LVKETCB. Again, we're also on Spotify now. Just search for the Charging Buffalo Podcast. Also, we're on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. So go follow us on there. Leave us a review too, if you would feel so kind. So, again, that's it for this episode. We appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will see you in the next one.